0: Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.
1: Well, anyone who says they know Jim Harbaugh is going to be an absolute slam dunk with the Chargers... You don't know. Welcome to the show, Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. There are some things even great coaches like (laughs) Jim Harbaugh cannot overcome. And I'm not saying this isn't a good hire. They made it official yesterday. I'm not saying I wouldn't have done it. I'm not saying I'm not jealous. Uh, My team doesn't have Jim Harbaugh. Perloff, I'm just saying that there are some things out of the coach's control that can hinder a team, and the Chargers have a few of those things that no coach would yeah. be able to overcome.
2: Harbaugh took over a loser in San Francisco, was 13-3 and three in his first year with what was thought to be a failed first-round pick in Alex Smith. Now he's got Justin Herbert. I understand the cap problems, but, man, he's so good with quarterbacks. They have a last-place schedule in a division that's fading, in my opinion. It's setting up perfectly for Jim Harbaugh on the ultimate high of a national championship is going to be in the NFL playoffs this year. He's going to be one of the top five coaches in the NFL.
1: Okay. I can see where you would get to that. Jim Harbaugh plus Justin Herbert. This seems like a match made in heaven. But again, a few things that Jim Harbaugh is not going to be able to do anything about. Number one, injuries. This has been the biggest thing for Chargers fans that... Every year, you know, your two wide receivers, Keenan Allen and Mike yep. Williams, they are going to miss games.
2: Gone and maybe gone.
1: Okay. Well, then you got to replace those. Guys. Get rid of
2: the old. Yes. It's a challenge. You got to get rid of the old injury prone guys. That's my answer to that.
1: Okay. Well, Joey Bosa is not old and he's one of your top draft picks. Yep. And this is a guy who has played 14 games in the last two years.
2: You might have to get rid of him too. Uh, I, he's not his brother. Joey's okay. great when he's healthy, but he's old and expensive too. I, I'm okay. you got going to go young, but you still have Justin Herbert and Jim Harbaugh. You can still win games even without those old guys. Okay,
1: but you're indicating a full rebuild here. And that's going to be hard because even if you get rid of these guys, it doesn't, in, it doesn't exactly clear away your cap. Like, there are dead cap yeah. hits and things like that. I don't want to bore people with the details. But this is a team that is $45 million over the salary cap for next year, and the quarterback's contract hasn't even kicked in yet. You haven't gotten close to even making to the second round of the playoffs, and you blew Justin Herbert's window, the rookie deal window. You get one year this year where he's $19 million, mm-hmm. and then it starts to absolutely spike. And you've got, you've got expensive players. I think Harbaugh has to make it work with the roster he has. And again, injuries are going to be a factor. The other thing that you can't overcome is the salary cap hell that you're in. That's a bed that was made for you. And thirdly, this Spanos family, the Mm -hmm. owners of the team, do not exactly have a great reputation of being hands-off. They're the worst kind of owners in some ways because they do nothing when they should do something, and they do something when they should do nothing. And they never seem to get it right. The fan base has completely abandoned them. These are things where even Jim Harbaugh, who's got a big personality – he ultimately lost a, a personality battle in San Francisco. He's not immune to these things.
2: Good luck at, uh, telling Jim Harbaugh off a of national championship what to do. He's not even going to know this. which Spanos is which Spanos. He's not even going to know their names. <laughs> oh, they the He's going to ignore everybody there and do it his way. And, yes, there are some roster problems. But you have two first-round picks on your offensive line and Justin Herbert at quarterback. And you know Harbaugh loves to run the ball. Eckler's probably gone, but you can find a guy. That's no problem. The offense is shaping up great. Now, the defense, I do think, you know, you have Joey Bosa and you have Derwin James and you have Asante Samuel Jr. You're going to lose, I assume you're going to lose Khalil Mack. Listen, you could be a lot worse. If he gets the right defensive coordinator, he was great with Vic Fangio back in the day in San Francisco this defense does have pieces. I mean, you can't ignore these names. It's not like he's going to get rid of all the, it's not like he's going to Carolina. I I do want to get rid of, you got to get rid of Khalil Mack and you probably got to get rid of Mike Williams, who is actually unbelievably the first round pick wide receiver. He's 29. That's already been eight years Uh since he was drafted. I think we were there together in Philadelphia. (laughs) I can't believe that he's older, but yeah, I, I just think that there's enough talent left for Hallbar to work with because he doesn't need that much talent. I think he's a really, really good coach, and you give him. He was great with Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith. Justin Herbert's better than both those guys. Significant, may, not significantly better, but he's a better – he can run and he can throw. He's going to be great.
1: Okay, but that was with a Greg Roman offense, a running offense. They had a great run game in San Francisco. The offensive line was spectacular in San Francisco. This
2: one could be too.
1: Okay, I I just am saying, Jim Harbaugh, the coach, totally believe in him. How could you not? He's won everywhere he's gone. I'm not saying it's not a good hire. I'm just saying there are things that even Jim Harbaugh is not going to be immune to and challenges of taking over this team. And you want to pencil him in to the AFC Championship game or the division round or whatever, I would say just do it at your own risk because even great coaches still have to operate in what is less than ideal circumstances. And I would call the Chargers... And this is beyond the chargering, Like, losing close yeah. games, that's what Jim Harbaugh's brought here to try to rectify. You want to be... The, the Chargers have lost in every painful way you can lose. That's where Jim Harbaugh and the X's and O's yeah. of this might actually help. But there are those other things that you sit around and you wonder, how can we overcome obstacles that have nothing to do with the head coach? And there's a reason why franchises stay bad Mm -hmm. and the chargers are not immune to those ills
2: i say whatever the win total is for next year bet the over they are going they're going to have double digit wins they get a really lucky schedule i think denver and the las vegas are in trouble Okay, I just you do act not like see,
1: the Chiefs aren't in this division. You realize that.
2: I, I think this Chargers team can split. The Chiefs, what if Travis Kelsey retires? The Chiefs are not the Chiefs anymore. Yeah, the, they might lose two games of Chiefs. I'm not saying they win the division easily. I'm just saying they get double-digit wins. There's a lot of wins on this schedule. Because you have, I mean, you have the quarterback already. Look at this uh, coaching, all the coaching vacancies. This is such a no-brainer to go with Justin Herbert. What, are you going to go to Washington with Sam Howell? Go to Atlanta with nobody? Go to Carolina with Bryce Young? I mean, this was the, probably the easiest decision Jim Harbaugh ever made. I do think he was probably a little bit nervous about that interventionist owner group. But th- to get him, they had to say, hey, it's your show, Jim. Do what you want. This is the perfect situation.
1: And what did we say about Sean Payton going to Denver? Perfect situation. Uh,
2: I don't know. I don't a think it was the same
1: one before. Quarterback, wow, Russell Wilson, Drew Brees, they use up- the same measurables. He's going to do this that the other. I, listen, Herbert's in his prime. It's a better quarterback situation, but we said the same thing no, about we did. No, Sean we did. Payton.
2: we did not because Russell Wilson was coming off the Nathaniel Hackett year. This is way different. Okay, I so mean- Justin Herbert's
1: coming off a year where, you know, he only started 13 games. And maybe yeah. they would have brought him back. At at as the bad season.
2: as as bad as Charger-ing is, yeah, the Broncos are worse. I mean, they just they've made bad decision after bad decision. <laughs> uh, I Nothing's mean, worse
1: than charging. Yeah. just ask the Chargers man. That's that's insulting to. I them. would say the post don't mock their pain.
2: The bo- the I mean, the Chargers have definitely been a way better team since 2015. The Broncos have not done anything right. Can I quickly present maybe a potential challenge for Harbaugh that you guys aren't mentioning? Yeah, go ahead. Like,
3: so Harbaugh, he won a national championship, and he was at one point a great NFL head coach. But it's we been have been a not, decade. It's been a decade. And it's not like we've seen successful college coaches recently go to mm. the NFL and have all the success.
1: Yeah. You know, I was thinking about the, well, not that part of it because he has proven he can do it on the NFL level. But it's a the, different landscape. But the decade part of it, I was thinking about. I'm like, you can't Wait. run the ball 32 straight times. I know that was uh, Sharon Moore who, did, who was uh, at the ones and twos, if you will, for the game against Penn State. But. Has it changed that much it was that 2000... Harbaugh can't can adjust? I don't Absolutely. know.
2: Sorry, it's 2014. What What are you guys talking about? A decade. It was nine years ago. That's a long time ago. Right. What is different?
3: This was way different. The spread offense in terms of option stuff. The stuff that nobody plays the way they were playing with Colin Kaepernick.
2: With the run-pass option? You're saying no, everybody does that, that, that now. No,
3: yeah. No. Well, no. I'm saying they weren't doing run-pass option. They were doing spread option. Like, like, it's, the
2: offenses are totally different now. Defenses are totally different now. You're saying Jim Harbaugh can't figure that out? I, I mean, I it was think, 2014, the, and he was an innovator in that in back then. He wasn't an
3: innovator back then, but the co- I think the co- the gap in college X and O's and NFL X and O's that we've seen now with multiple coaches that have tried to go to college recently and go to the NFL is massive. And he played a college football kind of game that was good and was great. Not even good. Great. They won a national championship. But was not innovative. It was ground and pound. Right. It was three yards in a cloud of dust. That ain't working in the NFL. So whatever he did in college, he's got to do something different here.
2: Well, first of all, I think because he has Herbert, he won't be as ground and pound. But I, I disagree. I think he's going to zag when, zig when everyone else is zagging. I think they need to get tougher and they need to slow the game down. If you look at Baltimore against Kansas City, you think they're going to throw the ball? They're going to ground and pound and keep that ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand. I'm not sure the league's that different. Well, the
1: other part too. I, I get your point, AJ. But that's not that's not my main concern with Harbaugh because he's been interviewing for jobs. I think he's had his eye on the NFL. I think his brother being in the NFL. It's not like he's so far from the NFL landscape that he doesn't. He's not keeping a finger on the pulse of what's going on in the pro game.
3: But why didn't these other NFL teams want him?
1: I think it was about control. I do think it was about wanting control of the roster. And right now the Chargers are like, we're, we just came off a five-win season. Our last three head coaches have been – we've whiffed between McCoy and Anthony Lynn and then Brandon Staley. I mean, you got to go with a more established. This is going back to Marty Schottenheimer and North Turner, more, more like that.
2: Well, if you're so worried about this, just keep Kellen Moore. Uh, I don't think Moore is getting any specific offers right now. He's as modern as they get. Honestly, I'm not As sure. Is I would Kellen do that.
3: Moore going to be? I mean,
1: again, does <laughs> <Jim> Harbaugh want <laughs> to play
2: the way Kellen Moore plays offense?
1: I don't, I don't trust Kellen it Moore.
2: Merge the two philosophies. I mean, Harbaugh <laughs> could be amenable. I mean, they might. Kellen Moore is not bad. That's no, I think pretty good a pretty good offensive I good coordinator. I think it'd be interesting if you give Kellen Moore's sort of high octane offense, combine it with Jim Harbaugh, slow things down. I don't know. Or, or Did McCarthy
1: pro- want to do that?
2: Um, In yeah.
1: Dallas and didn't work? I mean, they had a good. It kind of worked. I mean,
2: I think they were top five in offense. The
1: numbers were there, but
2: <laughs> yeah, a few interceptions. You know, uh, <laughs> 15, one thing Harbaugh so does, Harbaugh has had success cutting down interceptions of his quarterback. So I don't know. I I see what you're saying, but you're acting like, uh, it's not Dick Vermeil coming back after 15 years. It was 2014.
1: Yeah, I mean, I get where EJ's coming from. That, to me, is not going to be the specific obstacle, but, again, remains to be seen. He's
2: going against some of the same opponents. He's going to be looking at Bobby Wagner across the line, just <laughs> like he was back then. Bobby
3: Wagner's a rookie probably back then.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, he exits, right? as I, I, I kind of want Pete Carroll to somehow get on the staff of, like, the Raiders or something, just so we can resurrect Harbaugh versus Carroll and yeah, how much they good. disliked each other. That'd be great.
2: I was at a Jim Schwartz and Harper almost got in a post game. That was great. Fist fight. Are the Browns on the schedule next year?
1: (laughs) Got to double check.
2: Yeah, they definitely are. They played the whole AFC North.
3: That's awesome. (laughs) Yes. That's one of my favorite, like, nobody remembers moments in, like, maybe NFL
2: history.
1: Was Schwartz the Lions coach then? Yes. Yeah.
2: That was great. Uh, a lot so of coaches. Pete
1: Carroll. What's your deal, man? <laughs> so
2: good. I remember we had Rick Neuheisel on the Dan Patrick show, and he told the story of uh, they lost to Jim Harbaugh in college. I think it was UCLA, Stanford. And he goes, uh, Rick said, uh, the gym came up to him, he goes, "Hey, Ricky, what you think of that? We beat you pretty good, huh?" Right after the game.
1: <laughs> I mean, wow. Talking about hey, hey class. Ricky, look
2: at what we just did. Yeah, Jim Harbaugh is not no. I mean, he's an oddball. Yes, Let's face is. it, he's just an odd guy. I, I don't, wouldn't take it personally, but these Jim Schwartz, on the other hand, yeah, that's going to be great. That's uh, a great point, EJ.
1: Okay, you are welcome to weigh in on Jim Harbaugh, 855 cbs 855 I actually want to take a quick break. When we come back, let's do the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. Every day, every week at this time, we go back and look at one of sports' greatest what-ifs and what could have been. This week, we are tying it to the greatest quarterback that we have right now. So the greatest what if, what could have been? You'll hear that next. Your thoughts on Harbaugh, 855-212-4CBS. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio.
2: Oh. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. It's that time of week. It's Thursday. That means one of my favorite segments, the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. Exploring sports' biggest what ifs and could have beens. Let's dive into the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. This portion of the show is brought to you by Wesley Financial. Stuck in a timeshare and want out? Contact Wesley Financial Group now and get a free timeshare exit information kit at wesleyfinancialgroup.com. So the multiverse, When we talk about what could have been, and my favorite kind of could have been, Maggie, is a draft mistake. Of course... What if the Portland Trailblazers had drafted Michael Jordan instead of Sam Bowie? Wait, we're
1: not doing that.
2: No, I'm saying like that kind of mistake. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that being the ultimate one. I think the NFL has their version of that one, of these Michael Jordan draft. And that's what we're going to do this week. What if in 2017, the Chicago Bears, who had the number three pick coming into the night, had drafted Patrick Mahomes instead of Mitchell Trubisky? Oh. How different is NFL history Why don't you start? What do you think would have happened?
1: The Chicago Bears are now the dynasty that we think the Kansas City Chiefs could be. Because when Patrick Mahomes, if he was drafted by the Chicago Bears, and sorry to say that, Bears fans, I'm not trying to rub salt in the wound.
2: (laughs) Sounds like you (laughs) are.
1: Don't forget with Mitchell Trubisky, they put together a 12-4 and season where they lost to your Philadelphia Eagles in the wild card, and Matt Nagy was the head coach. Nagy is Andy Reid light, having all this success with Patrick Mahomes. So you're telling me that Patrick Mahomes couldn't have been throwing passes to Allen Robinson? Hell, has Allen Robinson actually been a chief? Like <laughs> like every single team. Uh you're telling me with with Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen you had the run game and then yeah, you didn't have great receivers, Allen Robinson, you had Trey Burton as your tight end, Akeem Hicks, um, I believe was well, uh, no, no, no. Let's see. Who am I looking at here? Adam Shahi. I mean, you didn't have great, you didn't have great weapons. But if you have Mahomes, I think this is you're yeah. looking at a team that is the Chiefs.
2: I don't think you're considering NFL history and that strange shaped C on the helmet and what it does to the quarterbacks. Okay, there is no way Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes if he lands in Chicago. They are the cursed quarterback franchise partly because of style, they've always been a grind and win with special teams and defense kind of team. You cannot be Patrick Mahomes in Chicago, and that's exactly what's going to happen to Caleb Williams. They are a cursed quarterback franchise. They've never been an aerial-focused team. It's not part of their DNA. So I think Patrick Mahomes is a good quarterback there. He is not Patrick Mahomes. That's one thing that happens. The other thing that happens is Kansas City is not Kansas City, which opens the way for your Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills to be in the Super Bowl probably have a ring. So if Chicago had just drafted Mahomes, all of a sudden, Mahomes is not the best quarterback in the league. The AFC is wide open. Josh Allen has a Super Bowl ring. There's so many ramifications. And by the way, one note, everybody thought the Bears were going to take Mahomes. Mahomes was was 100% sure he was going to the Bears. They'd worked out both him and Trubisky, and they chose Trubisky. So that tells you you how dumb the franchise was. It was GM Ryan Pace. They would have made all the wrong decisions around Patrick Mahomes and not built a champion like Kansas City, which has made all the right decisions around Mahomes. So it would have been a complete sea change in what we know now as the NFL.
1: Yeah, but... I think you're really cutting Mahomes short here. And, again, we're doing the multiverse of Maggie and off the great what-ifs of sports. What if the Bears had drafted Patrick Mahomes instead of Trubisky in the 2017 NFL draft? If we think that Mahomes is the all-time great quarterback of this generation, and, again, he has Andy Reid. They had Matt Nagy. He yes, is that is the not Andy the Reed same tree, Same, But from the Andy Reid I tree. I don't care. Okay, but they they're – you're, it's not like you have a totally different offense. We have North Turner in there who just wants to run the ball all the time, or something like that. You did have Matt Nagy. Yes.
2: So the Eagles had Matt Patricia as their defensive coordinator. They didn't have Bill Belichick. I, I don't care if they had Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy was terrible.
1: Okay, but well, he won Coach no. of the Year. Yeah. And they Matt Nagy was four.
2: not a good coach for them. Okay, the
1: and he's probably going to take over for the Chiefs whenever Andy Reid retires. I mean, there is at least that similarity that it's not such a widely different style. And I think I'm I'm of the opinion that great the all-time great players are great at every era and they can be great on any team now Tom Brady says if he had gotten gotten drafted by the Arizona Cardinals we've never will never have heard of Tom Brady I think he's cutting himself a little bit short there but Patrick Mahomes I think the one thing that could have really stood in his way would probably have been Aaron Rodgers and the Packers like maybe just the division being a lot more robust might have hindered him a little bit, but I don't. I don't even think that. And I think Mahomes is still Mahomes.
2: But you know, I view this completely different. I'm the assistant quarterback guy. It's got to be a marriage of coach, roster, quarterback. You can't just have Patrick Mahomes. Cannot put an entire franchise like the Bears on his shoulders and win two Super Bowls and go to another. Okay, but I never would have. I have a
1: question. Okay, so um, th- just let's bring it back to my favorite team, the Buffalo Bills. <laughs> They had not had a quarterback since Jim Kelly. It was 20 years without a good quarterback. No disrespect, Doug Flutie. They had a defensive head coach in place when he got drafted. There is no reason in the history of the Bills with a defensive head coach on paper, there is no reason why Josh Allen could become Josh Allen. There's no, you would have never thought because they were wandering in the quarterback desert for years and years, and it took one quarterback. And I think Josh Allen is who he is in Buffalo, he'd be who he is on any team. It takes that kind of quarterback to all of a sudden change the fortunes of a franchise, and who's to say Mahomes would not have done that for the Chicago Bears?
2: It's Chicago Bears fans, because they know. And by the way, Josh Allen goes to Kansas City, they win a Super Bowl. Uh, Josh, uh, just by the way.
1: Patrick Mahomes in Buffalo, they win a Super Bowl.
2: Mm, I don't know. I I don't know. I, I, I think you're underestimating how important the entire roster and the coaching staff is the other thing too, is the Kansas city chiefs might've taken Deshaun Watson. They trade up to 10 to beat the saints to a quarterback, Deshaun and Andy Reed would have been pretty impressive too.
1: Yeah, but with the same off-the-field stuff had derailed Deshaun that derailed him in Houston. Again, I don't know, we're doing De- the DeSean multiverse. Deshaun won a
2: lot of playoff games. I mean, got won a lot of games in Houston before all that happened. He could have gotten to a Super Bowl with Andy Reid. And to say, the big disagreement here is to say Matt Nagy and, and Andy Reid are the same thing. You have to understand these Chicago Bears. And this is a very relevant topic because I know Caleb Williams' camp is saying the same thing. Name the last good Bears quarterback. You just can't. Sid oh, Luckman. Jay man. Cutler. Jay Cutler was a huge disappointment. You have to go back to Sid Luckman for any consistent Rex success. Rex
1: Grossman got him to the Super Bowl. I, he, uh. I, no, but nobody's in the same stratosphere as Mahomes, but that's why he's he tilts the playing field. Again, we're doing the multiverse of Maggie and Perloff, which is every Thursday at this time, we go back and look at one of sports' greatest what-ifs, what-could-have-beens, and this one is, what if the Bears had taken Patrick Mahomes in the 2017 draft instead of Mitchell Trubisky? Peter, you look like you want to say something.
4: Yeah, I keep wondering what would have happened if the Jets had taken Dan Marino instead of Ken O'Brien.
1: We'll do that one next week.
4: How yeah. uh, about <laughs> the Jets could have had Mahomes, too? They took Jamal they Adams. They could have, yeah. No, but I just, you know, it, it affected me more as a kid.
1: No, you want to make it. sure Josh McCown's in place there for the Jets. He can't have any competition. <laughs> Cannot bring Mahomes in there.
4: <laughs> Poor if I, Dan, Dan Marino would not have been a good quarterback if the Jets took him.
1: See, I don't, don't believe that. that's true. I don't believe
2: I do, that's true. I, I 100% Dan Marino would not have been Dan Marino with the Jets. No way. I don't understand this. Yeah. It's but, team. I mean, it's just a lot going on. You, you, any great quarterback can be limited by the coach. But I we, mean, Dan sorry. Marino, like all-time Dan Marino, would not have been all-time Dan Marino in, with the Jets. But in these two examples, and I don't want to maybe
3: confuse this, but the Bears drafted a quarterback that had some success. He took them to the playoffs and won 12 games. The Jets drafted a quarterback that had some success. So it's not like they drafted guys who went there and they became Zach Wilson or they became, you know, Ryan Leaf. They, they got drafted guys that actually showed that, okay, maybe with a guy with better talent, they would have been better. Like, I don't know why you don't think because, I am mean, Patrick Mahomes, and I'm going to stick the Mahomes, so I want to stick the Bears and the Chiefs thing. Yeah. I mean, he, how much more talent does he have in Tr- Trubisky? eight times more talent, ten times more talent. I mean, he's one of the most talented quarterbacks we've ever seen. And I think when you talk about Chicago and the issues, a lot of that is related to weather. And a lot of that is related to playing in Soldier Field. He plays an arrowhead. Like, this is a guy who's, I think, weatherproof. He has a rocket cannon arm. He can play in sub-30 degree weather we just learned. This guy is, like, immortal. I I don't don't think the Bears thing would have affected him at all.
1: I actually saw someone make this point on Twitter. I forgot who it was before the minus-30 degree game. And it was like, Kansas City might have the worst Mm -hmm. weather of anywhere because it's sweltering hot in the summer. I mean, hot is, if you've been to Kansas City in the summer, it's gross. And then you are freezing cold in the winter, and you mm-hmm. have tornadoes. I mean, I don't know if he could actually play in a tornado, but it is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> so
4: true, true story about the Jets drafting O'Brien. So that was the 83 draft where all those quarterbacks yeah. came out. So knowing that the Jets were probably going to get a quarterback, and I was so excited. Remember, the draft was during the week in the morning. It was not prime time. It was not on the weekend. Sure. It was a weekday morning. I sort of fibbed to my mother and said I was not feeling well. I didn't go to school that day because I wanted to watch the draft, knowing the Jets are going to get a quarterback.
2: Then I was really sick when they didn't take Marina. Yeah, well. <laughs> oh, you, you knew on Marina? Yeah, I mean, I, you guys are totally discounting Andy Reid and what he does with quarterbacks. Honestly, I, I've seen him turn A.J. Feely into an all-pro. The, the, the guy is a miracle worker. I, but, I, don't, I don't agree with you at all. But at the same time, so and I think Andy Reid's fantastic.
3: <laughs> But then you give Matt Nagy no credit for taking a bum in Mitchell Trubisky. Trubisky was not
2: good on those teams. I know exactly what you're talking about. Like, he was not a good player.
1: He made the Pro Bowl. He made the Pro Bowl. <laughs> he, he
2: was I'll tell you, I, I watch a lot of those. He, he was not a good quarterback. They were he so gave, eager gave, to move on. from his them. way
3: through that season.
2: But like he did not play poorly. He played really well. So, uh I did. mean honestly what do you mean? if you had good play out of that, that would have been a real team. They were never they, they didn't scare anybody.
1: Well, listen, they went up against that first year they lost to your Eagles in 2017, the year you went on to win the Super Bowl, right? And then the next year, I believe they lost on the road in New Orleans was the other wild card game that they lost, which is a really tough place to play. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it wasn't a total devastating, you know, bust of a pick. I mean, we're
2: talking, what were his best stats?
1: Well, now we're just doing a referendum here on um, Trubisky. Well, this is the we're multiverse. Talking about yeah, Trubisky whether, stunk. We're talking about whether Mahomes would have elevated them. And if you're starting... Elevated
2: like, them to two Super Bowls?
1: Well, let's just say... Yeah, let's just say you're starting at the level of Trubisky actually was the quarterback for two playoff teams. Yeah. So that's where you have to start. And then at the talent level of Mahomes, it's not like you're starting from a team that went 2-14 and 14 or 2-15. and 15. You're starting from a team that went 12-4, and 8-8, eight and 8-8. Eight and eight and eight. Uh, 8 and 8 and 8 and 8.
2: So, wait, they made the playoffs at 8 and 8?
1: They made the playoffs at 8 and 8.
2: Okay, wow. So, is this a
4: referendum on Trubisky or Matt Nagy, or both?
1: I think it's a positive on Mahomes is the way that I look at it is – And again, Nagy from Andy Reid, it's not the same, but it's not as bad, I don't think, as the Belichick assistants. It's not Matt Patricia.
2: Organizationally, they were making a lot of mistakes at that point. And I don't think they built the team around him that Brett Veach built in Kansas City. I just don't think it was happening.
1: Okay, but look at what's happening right now. Everyone's saying this is the worst, you know, Kansas City offense that they have, and they're in the AFC Championship game, and they're a a three-and-a-half-point underdog.
2: Yeah, KC is right. They're completely brilliant. They have a Brilliant front office. No, but They've made nothing but great choices. That's what I'm
4: saying.
1: No, but look at how Mahomes elevates the offense when they have a bunch of knucklehead receivers who are making he, weird He plays. does
4: things that you just have not seen from yeah. other quarterbacks. But honestly, I mean, Mahomes, Mahomes, could, just...
2: Mahomes could go away tomorrow and Andy Reid would have a 30-touchdown uh, quarterback next season. He just would. He's really, really good at play calling. Which Eight is times. why
4: I think Matt Nagy will get another head coaching job. If it's not in Kansas City, he'll get another job somewhere I see, else. I, I
2: think it's a Belichick situation. Nagy and Beyond, I mean, nobody trusts the Reed guys.
1: I mean, on the defensive side, McDermott was a Reed guy. I mean, it's not like he's had nobody from his tree, but again, different side of the ball. A 552 two-on-two CBS. Adrian's our pal in Maryland wants to weigh in on this topic. The multiverse of Maggie and Perloff. We go back and do our what ifs. What could have been today is what if Patrick Mahomes had been drafted by the Bears in 2017 not the Kansas City Chiefs. Hey, Adrian, how are you?
5: Hey, good morning. How are you guys doing today? We're doing awesome. Good, good. Uh, Maggie, uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to disagree with you here. <laughs>
1: Quite all right. I We're still friends.
5: I, I, yeah, I normally don't agree with Perloff, but coaching has a lot to do with this. You guys are underestimating the coaching. Don't forget Mahomes sat for a year. Yep. He sat for a year, so he wouldn't be able to do that in Chicago, and he could have got exposed.
1: Um,
2: he would not have – it would be a tough job to come in Chicago, I, I think, that year with Trubisky. Did I, he
1: start all those games his first year with John Fox? I wasn't sure if he actually started every single game that so year. So he
2: didn't start every
3: game. I had his uh, numbers up here uh, just a second ago. He started um, – give me one second uh, – 12 games.
1: Okay, yeah, I thought Mike eight, Glennon eight started eight the first couple of yes. games, and he did. He didn't sit the whole season like Mahomes did, but he did get to sit a little Now,
3: bit. for a five and
2: eleven team, they won four of their games with Trubisky playing quarterback.
1: Yeah, and John Fox. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's not the guy.
2: How is that? How is Trubisky's stats? He must have been flinging it all over, right? <laughs> well, I mean, on a
1: five and eleven team, it's seven
2: it. touchdowns and seven picks. And went because this is that's a,
1: his rookie season. We're talking yeah, I'm about. Yeah, i just saying
2: they, went, they They won four games because they, the way Chicago wins four games. Eddie Jackson they probably had three pick sixes. <laughs> I mean, come on. But my thing though is, that I get what you're saying, but
3: I don't think you're accounting for the talent gap between Trubisky and Mahomes. Why couldn't Mahomes with his talent? do more than Drew? You think Mahomes is putting up
2: 3,200 yards in a 12-win season? I think Mahomes is excellent, but we're talking about Two trips, two Super Bowl victories right. and another trip. You think the Bears, that Bears team was going to put together that kind of dynasty? That <laughs> seems ridiculous to me just because of all the other mistakes they were making well, in their roster building.
1: Let's think about it. And Adrian, thank you for the phone call. I don't want to do an <laughs> NFC AFC thing because obviously Tom Brady came to the NFC. You still had Drew Brees in the NFC. There were a lot of tough quarterbacks, but it's not, you would say Patrick Mahomes is some pretty tough paths here to just get to the Super Bowl. Joe Burrow, Obviously, Josh Allen now Lamar. I mean, this is this is tough.
2: I don't know. He had his second. You know, they had a ten and seven Cincinnati Bengals with a second year Joe Burrow. I don't, I don't know, know. Yeah. on we paper. Know, that's we, not. Blowing but we know me away. Burrow's a dog, though. You no. can't do that. That be yeah. But I mean, honestly, you, you San Francisco, LA had to get through that San Francisco team. I don't. That think San Francisco that our, team was not good. They were pretty good. They gave Kansas City all they could handle Wait, in that Super Bowl. So they had.
3: No, but no, Jimmy Jimmy G was coming off an injury the year before. Jimmy G, who is the ultimate system quarterback, he's basically Mitchell Trubisky. You're telling me that now that team was good, but this Bears team was just hapless. Even if they that had
2: team, team should have beaten the L.A. Rams, that then whooped that to Cincinnati. What they whooped? They beat that them in a, the fourth quarter. They court. should but have they, lost that. They should have won that game. I think bad was, refereeing. Now we're getting way into a rabbit hole, <laughs> yeah. which happens at the multiverse. But yeah,
1: This is the multiverse and a multiverse off of the multiverse. But keep your calls coming. We see you guys on the phones. Today's question in the multiverse. What if the Bears had drafted Patrick Mahomes instead of Mitchell Trubisky in 2017? Peter Schwartz has some headlines for us. Hello.
4: Hello. We have a new era for the Los Angeles Chargers. They agree with Jim Harbaugh on a five-year deal to become their new head coach. He heads to L.A. after a nine-year run at his alma mater, Michigan, led the Wolverines to national championship a couple of weeks ago. Before Michigan, Harbaugh was the head coach of the Niners for four seasons, took them to a Super Bowl. And With Harbaugh now with the Chargers, looks like Michigan is focused on naming offensive coordinator Sharon Moore as their new head coach. Now, this is great because life is about getting chances, right? So yeah. you you wait a whole year, you're with somebody else, and now you get got a chance to be on a team that can win a Super Bowl, so... The Lions are getting ready to face the Niners in the NFC Championship game. couple of big roster moves yesterday. They officially signed tight end Zach Ertz to the practice squad, and they Yay. promote defensive tackle Tyson oh, Alawalu from the practice squad. Both of these guys sitting around yeah. all year playing for other teams and waiting for a chance. And a couple of wins, these guys could win the Super Bowl. We're wow. playing cool just a couple of games. It's like That'd a be movie. Great. It's like
2: a movie.
4: <laughs> it really is. I'll make a Disney movie about this.
2: It's so cool. Tyson Alualu. I'm happy for him, a longtime NFL vet. Finally gets his recognition, his chance to win some hardware.
1: By the way, if you look right now on the depth chart for the Detroit Lions, Tyson Alualu is the starting defensive tackle. Like Love they it. have him already penciled in as the starter.
2: Oh, uh, this is awesome. <laughs> this Ridiculous. <is> Zach Ertz <laughs> can get a oh my second gosh. ring. That's great.
1: I I feel like they've been saving half the playbook for Ertz, you know? Dan Campbell, everyone reporting eligible, and then you go to Zach Ertz.
3: Now, I know Bogus isn't here, but I think that his whole talk about, oh, they're not even going to get on the field. He's just on the practice squad. Yeah, Bogus. What do do you say
2: now? Guys, he's in the starting lineup.
1: Can't take it out on Bogus. He's not here today. That's against the Uh, rules. I am.
2: Peter, you kind of blew the bit here a little bit, though, because I wanted to point out that if a defensive tackle had come off the couch, you guys wouldn't have cared at all. I think it's the fact that Zach Ertz is probably going to catch a touchdown <laughs> no. is what really annoys Again, you.
3: to my point – Nobody should be allowed to sign anybody in the championship round.
2: <laughs> what if your long snapper gets hurt or your punter gets yeah, hurt? Yeah, long you snapper. You got to have an emergency long snapper. Have a, I mean, come, come on. on
3: practice well, yeah, squad. Yeah, yeah. Everybody Where you practice that? I mean, listen,
2: you're telling me a Super Bowl contender is worried about their emergency no, long I snapper? I
3: saw a Texans guy who was what, a DB, kick game winning field goals yeah. for the Texans this year. I can't, I don't want to hear. That's that. not an ideal situation for the <laughs> NFL playoffs. Well, well guess what? They one. weren't prepared. Like, and this is a tight end. This is not a kicker. This is not a long snapper. You don't have another guy that can line up on the edge. You put Ty, Ty, uh, Ty, what Taylor, Tyler, Decker, whatever the hell his name was, <laughs> Taylor Decker. Taylor Decker. You put Skipper out there. He's going there, telling everybody, "I'm eligible. I'm eligible. I'm eligible." You got guys who can play tight end.
1: This is you need all the red zone weapons at your disposal. Yeah. Come on. So now you get a Tyson Alualu is also. Maybe in line to get a ring. Mm. Look, and by the way, look at that.
2: I'll bet you at some point in his career, Tyson Alualu is lined up on offense, so maybe he gets a touchdown too. <laughs>
1: Great. He'll forever love a owned. big
2: man touchdown. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can't wait
1: that to would be look at the confetti. only thing that would
2: kill a big man touchdown is that
3: guy <laughs> who's playing all season. Signs with the Lions and then helps them win a Super Bowl, go to the Super Bowl by catching a touchdown.
4: And that's the, what I'm looking forward to. Sunday night, I'm doing updates. I'm looking forward to playing the highlight of either Tyson Alawalu doing something or Zach Ertz doing something. As the Sunday confetti
1: night. is falling and CB and Tracy Wolfson going around finding people to interview, and all of a sudden Zach Ertz, Tyson <laughs> Alawalu, what does it mean?
2: Uh, has it dawned on you guys, by this. the way, that they might not be very good and that's why they're available? Like, I mean, Zach Hurts can't that's have a lot of point. That's lot not the point. left in the tank. That's not the point. We, we discussed that Philip Rivers was in the in the cards a couple of years ago to be signed for the Super Bowl last year.
0: Yeah,
3: last actually, year.
1: unbelievable. That should not be allowed. Would have been cool though.
3: And <laughs> it's the idea. I think for me. As Pete keeps elaborating, oh. it's a championship game. There's an expectation that, hey, you guys grind for 18 weeks. You beat all these teams. And now this team that rallied together is now in the championship game. Oh, by the way, here's this guy we signed yesterday who played for another team <laughs> all season and we're just bringing them in just for this one game. Who wants carpetbaggers and mercenaries for a one-game scenario for a championship? Helps would, my team win bring anybody yeah, in. It would yeah, have been yeah.
1: better if, actually, Zach Ertz had been playing for the 49ers earlier the season. Now, that's the ultimate. Yeah, yeah. A well, little gamesmanship.
2: Anderson Vergeau will get a championship no matter what happens.
1: <laughs> yeah, when he got traded from the Cavs to the Warriors. Right Honestly,
2: up. it'd be even better if they had someone a little younger and more athletic than Zach Ertz to come in and win a Super Bowl ring. If if you're a fan, it, tell me if the Jets were ever in this situation, you would be happy for them to sign a no, guy. but this this, I'm telling you guys, this is a slippery
3: slope. What's going to happen is there's going to be a guy. There's going to be a Derrick Henry. There's going to be one of these guys who can actually play a little bit.
1: Well, Dalvin Cook is on the ramp. Uh, the right, he,
3: he's garbage. I'm not going to count him. He's a great player for his career. He's not good right now. I I'm want to call him garbage, but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's going to be a guy who can play a little bit. Who's going to be on the last year of his deal, and it's going to be a hey, great service for for you. Thank you for what you've done. You know what? To help you out, we're going to cut you today so you can go play for the Kansas City Chiefs <laughs> next year, week in the AFC Championship so, game. You guys are going to be like, oh, this is great.
4: They got Derek Henry in the AFC yeah, Championship that's game like, now.
1: That's like a fantasy trade. It would get nixed by the commissioner.
4: So let me let me just run this by. So nineteen ninety one. The Jets going to the last game of the season.
1: The amount of Jets history. Okay, we're I'm today just is no, is but wild. this is but this applies, <laughs> to, the con- no, this applies okay. to the conversation. No, this applies to the
4: conversation. Yep. They their kicker was hurt. Pat he was hurt, and they needed a kicker for the last game of the season, winning their in against the Dolphins, and they sign Raul right He kicks the game tying field goal at the end of regulation, and the game winning field goal in overtime, and they go to the playoffs. Now, if they go on and w- win the Super Bowl that year with a with a, a kicker that they signed off the street, was that okay? But they but the Lions can't. The Lions can't sign a backup tight end. In Listen, the I'm all
1: for it. Fine. I,
4: it sounds fine with me. I,
1: I think it's okay. Do you? The opposite happened with Clemson this year. Do you guys remember? Oh yeah, the old the, guy. Yeah, the freshman was having trouble making kicks, so they found a year of eligibility for a guy who was about to move to New York and start his career on Wall Street. He came in for the freshman and ended up missing. A chip shot, like twenty-three yarder, and Clemson lost to. I don't remember Duke. Who was it? I think it
3: was FSU. F- I think want to say. I at this point now, like, and I want the Lions to win so bad, and I'm picking the Lions to win, but I really hope one of these guys screws up in a major way. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. A, there should be, like I said before, my solution is is a is at the end of the regular season, rosters freeze. You have a taxi squad of maybe five players on the on a practice squad. That you go to if there's an emergency. They shouldn't be I signing was, players during the postseason. But
1: you don't know what position you're going to need. Well, then train guys. <laughs> get guys ready to be emergency players. I was a safety. Now you got to be a uh-huh. nose tackle. You know, get get out there. Good luck to you. I have a plan. No.
3: <laughs> <You're gonna>
1: sign everybody <laughs> now? I was a punter. Now i got to yeah. be a oh wide my, receiver. I would only Look. say
4: if you were on another team's roster when the playoffs started and you get deactivated, then you can't go to another team. That, that would too. be the only thing. That would be the only do thing. We have, the do we have any other headlines today? By wait, it's not like anything else yeah. happened
1: in sports? Jim Harbaugh? Anything?
2: It's not like they're bringing <laughs> in a new closer for game six of the uh, ALCS.
1: It's about the same thing. Zach I mean, Ertz is going to have four
3: snaps, dude. What's stopping them, though? That's my point, though. Like, what is, like you do not understand a slippery slope that's going to happen. When does it end?
0: We'll he <laughs> said, every good player is we'll... under
2: contract. Zach Ertz was at
3: home watching us on his couch. No, they cut him because he can do this. That's why they, did. they didn't cut him because, like, oh, you know what? You are terrible. Get out of here. They're really yeah. like, hey, you may have a chance to go play for a contender, so we're going to cut you now. And nobody That's why signed they... him for yeah, two months. Yeah, the Eagles right. of they, all they,
2: teams they, didn't even sign him.
3: Right, but they signed him now because they have one tight end on the roster.
1: Wait, there's got to be something else happening in sports today. Well,
4: you want me to get to this common story, EJ?
1: What do All
4: you right. think? Um, wait, what's the story? Was there an yeah, next well, break? well now, I was contractually obligated to read something, but he wants me to wait.
1: Okay, wait, hold on to it. Can you give us a tease?
4: Uh, it, it has to do with Michael Jordan.
1: Okay, I like that tease.
4: It, it doesn't involve the Jets. No, does
1: not <laughs> Are we sure? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. Peter, thank you. Still taking your calls on the multiverse question today, multiverse of Maggie and Proloff. What if the Bears had drafted Patrick Mahomes in twenty seventeen and not Mitchell Trubisky? Would Mahomes still be the great player that we know today? Eight five five two one two four CBS. Don't move. Talking about our multiverse question, something we do on Thursdays around here. So if you like it, come on back. We do a sports what if and what could have been. Today we're asking what would have been different if Patrick Mahomes had been drafted by the Chicago Bears in 2017 instead of Mitchell Trubisky. Would Mahomes still have the career, be the great quarterback, or would he have fallen more towards the middle, a little more towards mediocrity? Perloff and I do not see this the same way. I think Mahomes would still be Mahomes. Would still be this all-time great player. Trubisky went to a team that ended up becoming a 12-5 and team with Matt Nagy, who was in Andy Reid's coaching tree. He had a receiver like Allen Robinson. I think Mahomes would have elevated the other guys. There was a run game there. I I think that Mahomes is still sh- just awesome like he is now in Kansas City.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's certain rules in life that I follow. You know, never play cards with a guy who has the same first name as a city, that yeah. kind of thing. Never trust the Bears quarterback. <laughs> I don't care if it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care if it's Josh Allen. That C gets on the helmet and you forget how to play the position. They would have destroyed him like they have every other quarterback.
1: I mean, the fact that the Bears did make the playoffs twice with Trubisky? Yeah,
2: but so what? They made a Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. That team was not quarterback-driven.
1: No, but Mahomes is so much more talented than all of those guys, and it's not like they were turning in two-win seasons. They still had something, and Mahomes would have elevated that. That's what I think.
2: Elevated to where they are with the Chiefs? That's what I'm saying. That that was not going to happen.
1: 855-212-4CBS. Bill is in California, wants to weigh in. Good morning, Bill. Good
5: morning, Maggie. Hey, before I weigh in on that, I just want to say I agree with Pete. Once once a regular season is open, you shouldn't be able to add anybody else to you, especially if they're on another team and play for another team. Thank Honestly, you. This, that is, being,
1: this is Pete's new religion. Yeah. This is the this is the biggest tenant you want to live your life by. It's yeah. not the golden rule, not anything like that. It's yeah. just thou shalt not sign a player before the championship It's,
3: it's only fair. <laughs>
2: so.
1: What so else you got, that, Bill?
5: With that being said, you know – It it, it pains me to say this, but I'm on Perloff's side right here uh, as far as, you know, maybe Mahomes would be the good player, but like Perloff's saying, he went to Kansas City where he was supposed to go under under Andy Reid, playing his system, and look where he's at. And everybody just – he's the greatest thing and everything. And I agree, he's a great player. But let's take that and reverse it to where Purdy is. He may have got drafted by the right team, and he's playing in a good system. But just because he was 272, he is just – he's he's not the good quarterback. He's not this, he's not that after he's been proven. So if he would have been chosen 271, would he be a good quarterback? I mean, he's going through the same thing. You know, Mahomes went to Reed and he plays that system. Why, why do we give so much uh, grief to Purdy for being good? Because he was 272.
1: Well, Bill, okay. Uh, I don't I, see this as apples to apples, but go ahead. I
2: think one of the reasons is, and I understand, I, I, I agree with that sentiment, that Purdy is sort of uh, mislabeled as Mr. Irrelevant, so we can't believe he's good. But the weapons are so extreme in San Francisco with McCaffrey and Kittle and Debo and Ayuk that I and think... And with Shanahan. Yeah, and with Shanahan that I think it was a little more tailor-made than Mahomes. Uh, Mahomes didn't... As I recall, he was drafted in 2017. We didn't know that Tyreek Hill was Tyreek Hill. We didn't know Travis Kelsey was Travis Kelsey. It all kind of grew up together.
1: Let's go to Steven. He's in Seattle. Hey, Steven. Hey, good, uh,
2: good morning. Um, I just want to really touch base that it's more of the system than the, the quarterback itself. Patrick Mahomes, he is the great quarterback, but all the uh,
5: quarterbacks that play under Andy Reid all touch the pro, both uh, Donovan McNabb, Trent Green,
2: Alex Smith, I mean, that has to play a factor. We can't dismiss
1: that. No, Steven, I don't think we are. And Perloff, thank you for the phone call. And Perloff, you point that out a yeah. lot that Andy Reid has done, has has turned guys into pro bowlers. Do we really think that Mahomes would not have been a pro bowler? Okay, maybe you don't think he would have won two Super Bowls if he was drafted by the Bears and not the Chiefs. Do we really think he no. would have not been a pro bowler? I mean, that's no. getting crazy.
2: That's No, no, no. I'm not saying that. That's way too far. I think he would have been a very good quarterback. But it's I, I honestly think he'd be on a different team at a certain point. I don't think Chicago could have even kept him.
1: Do you think Justin Fields like if say, if Justin to Fields think, goes uh, to Atlanta or something? Starting
2: to think I'd like to see what Justin Fields does on another team. Then again, Trubisky stunk when he went to a new <laughs> team, so but I, I don't know. I do this this is really actually an important question because Caleb Williams, the next there's never been a guy who's closer to Patrick Mahomes to Caleb Williams. Can he overcome the curse?
1: Well, again, I wish they had put him with a coach that was a little bit more, I don't know. Eberflus is a defensive Uh, guy. That's not a bad thing. uh, It's not a knock on him personally, but if you're going to have Caleb Williams, the fact that you decided to only clean house on the offensive side and not go as far with head coach, is baffling.
2: Probably, that's a good point, but I do like the Shane Waldron guy because he made Geno Smith look so good, so that gives you a fighting chance. Okay, Shane i is,
1: Smith and Caleb Williams to me are not the same, same.
2: Well, Gino Smith is the most improved quarterback I've ever seen in my life. So I'll give him, Jay Waldron's good.
1: 855-212-4CBS. Lots more to do, including Jim Harbaugh makes it official.
2: We get it. Attention
3: spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 4 hours with audio every day.